Welcome to More For Me by yours truly, Kat Nicole. What up, homie? What's going on with you? How is the week going? How's the year going? Q1 rolled to Q2. Welcome to spring. All is well this way. I hope that the same can be said for you. If this is your first time, welcome. If this is not your first time, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Mason Betha, what's going on? Why do we come here every week for your eyes and your ears? Well, I love to share my experiences, past and present, actively navigating the waters of my life. And really, it's just exposure to what I'm going through uh, and hoping that I can uh, empower and equip you to, to do the same, to press on and to know that God has more for you because I am on a journey towards the destination of more that God has for me. And the great news is God wants more for each and every one of our lives. I am not special in that way. I was uniquely and wonderfully made by uh, God Almighty. However, he wants more for each and every one of us out of life. So it doesn't matter what you thought for yourself that you envisioned for your life. God wants more. Nothing can beat what God has in store. So um, I invite you to come along and join me on this journey and let me accompany you on yours. How? How do you ask? You can join me on this journey by clicking the button below. You want to subscribe and make sure you turn on your notifications. Whether you are watching or listening, you can subscribe to make sure that on Tuesdays when the fresh content drops, you are notified right away to join the homies on the homie ship. It would be an honor and a privilege to accompany you on your journey and to have you roll with me. Well, 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 what are we getting into this week? (sighs) This week, I am thinking about all of the breaks that the children get from school. This isn't the first time that I've mentioned this notion before, but um, my son is now uh, for real, for real school age, this first grader. And that means that he gets um, approximately 199 thousand days off of school. I'm just joking. Um, they do. The kids get a lot of time off of school. I would have like for there to be less time off, but that's neither here nor there. It is what it is. And so um, with the week of spring break uh, brewing for us, um, he and I are going to do something different that we haven't done uh, since he was like one. And that's just kick it all day, every day for the full week that he is out of school. Um, I don't think either one of us are, are looking forward to it. Uh, but we're going to try not to kill each other during that time. And I'm sure it's going to be exciting and the God's going to bless us and move in a mighty way. I got some uh, some cool things planned for us. But we're going to see how it how it goes. But the reason why I start with this uh, story about my son and spending time and all the time the kids have out of school is that in general, over the past year, whether you like it or not, you probably have um, had to be around people that you did not want to be for longer than you wanted to be around them. That's a lot. But literally, whether or not it was um, because you could not leave your house and there are people that live in your house with you, whether or not it was digital and you were in a meeting for work and you had to be present and they told you you had to turn on your camera. Like we've all been uh, in places and situations longer than we wanted to be or 
Well, that I mean, whether you want to be there zero minutes or 60 and they had you there for three hours, it doesn't matter. It was longer than you wanted to be there. And one of the things that I've noticed is that uh, people generally are becoming more restless, if you will, and literally uh, multitasking more and more. And so attention spans are getting shorter and shorter. And sometimes it's actually a little bit harder to tell if people are paying attention or not, if they're like fully engaged in something. But one of the things that I had to realize in myself was that I find it uh, easier with the demands of life in this season uh, to withdraw from a conversation um, and or an activity. And mainly I see this with my children. My daughter is almost four and uh, she talks a lot. We've talked about this. Apparently I did. I still talk a lot, but she talks a lot, um, but her like the she weaves reality and uh, fiction together um, very well. So it's like she'll tell you about a dream, but she also tell you something that happened at school. But then she'll make up stories and sometimes they all go together and it can kind of get confusing. And if she's talking fast and decides to mumble a little bit, it just gets really, really complicated. And so sometimes I just want to bow out gracefully. But I have been challenging myself lately to be present in moments. Even if I don't desire the moment, if it's there, that I need to be fully present and engaged in moments. So that's meetings, phone calls, conversations like let me not be distracted by literally I just saw someone send me a text message. No, I don't want to pick that up and read the text message. I'm not even interested. It'll be there when I'm done recording. I want to be right here with you, fully engaged and present. And I definitely, again, think it's becoming harder and harder in general. But I just kind of want to talk about the, the gift that is our presence and how being fully present with and for somebody can mean so much. And even though I'm not, I'm like a lot of other people and sometimes struggle with that. Um, I won't even just say in this season, it's heightened in this season or uh, uh, amplified, but in general, it can sometimes be difficult to be fully present and engaged. But I've been on the receiving end before of where I wanted to share in a moment with somebody, whether it was uh, my joy, my sadness, my pain, or just conversation, something on my heart that I wanted to share with that particular person and for them not to be fully present or engaged. And it, it can really, really hurt, even if it's something that you're happy about for, for you to want to connect with someone and then uh, for there to be a misfire just because that person isn't present or fully engaged. And so I'm going to challenge us all to do better at being present and engaged. If you are listening to something, you're doing something. I'm not saying don't multitask at all, but I'm just saying let's let's be thoughtful about when and how we choose to multitask, right? Like uh, drinking and driving, right? That's multitasking that we we're not we're not on the we're not on that uh, team. Um, texting and driving, like we're not on that team. You can't read, you can't do your makeup and drive. Like yeah, all these things like driving is a good thing. You shouldn't really be doing a lot of multitasking with apparently. But there are plenty of examples of things that we shouldn't do, and there are opportunities where you can um, you can multitask, multitask a little bit. You know, you throw a little some something, something in the crock pot. I don't know nothing about that because I don't cook. But you throw something in the crock pot. While that thing is cooking, technically you're cooking, you can go wash a load of clothes, right? That's not harming anybody. 
But if you're talking to somebody, if you're supposed to be in a meeting, like be fully present. Uh, so what does being fully present mean? I just got three things. One, it really, this is groundbreaking. You have to actually be present. So I'll tell, I tell my daughter sometimes about myself a few minutes to wrap something up. Like, hey, go to your room. I'm going to meet you upstairs. I actually have to follow through and go upstairs to her room to meet her to engage, to be present um, versus you now she's a, she doesn't know how to tell time. And we haven't blessed her with a clock. It doesn't, it seems like it was it's too soon. It's too soon. So she'll be like, has it been, uh, has it been five minutes yet? She just walked upstairs. No, of course it hasn't been five minutes. So her sense of time isn't there, but to actually show up and be there. If you have a meeting, you actually have to show up, be there, follow through on the commitment, actually be present digitally digitally or physically be present the second thing is to remove distractions like literally you know what things can distract you like turn your phone down silence it uh do not disturb for this meeting whatever that is remove the things that you know distract you um multiple devices actually realizing watching uh church online one we're long distance uh churches in uh bedford texas shout out to freedom but um even if we were there, we're still online only at this point in time. But like this morning for church, I closed the laptop. I'm watching church on my iPad. So no, the distraction of going to check an email or send something. No, remove the distractions, the things that you already know. Or while you're doing something, if you notice something is distracting you, remove it then. So it can be proactive and or reactive. Either way it goes, the point is just to remove those distractions so that you can be present and there's less less things um, fighting for your attention and your focus and energy. The last thing I have is to actively listen and engage. Um, <clears throat> my, uh, my sister and I have this thing that we do sometimes when we're talking because apparently we are a family that talks a lot. Um, there are moments when someone has been talking so long and you are not fully engaged that you kind of just start saying like, uh-huh, or yeah. And that's not a legit response, but it's just basically just enough to get you to keep going and for you to think that I <laughs> that I am involved or engaged in this conversation. We don't do it as much these days, but it still will, uh, will happen. And when it does, you're like, oh man, I caught it. All right, I'll talk to you later. And you just go ahead and end that conversation. Maybe we can pick up back later when your attention span is there. Um, happens to the best of us. But you have to actively listen and engage. Um, engage in the conversation. When somebody says something fast and you don't understand what they said or it's unclear, don't say, mm -hmm, like, you know what they mean? Like, no, have them stop. Break it down. Explain that for me. Can you repeat that? Engage in this conversation. Um, <laughs> you can't drop them with the really, really, which is what I generally say to my daughter when she's in her... Um, 10 minute uh, storytelling. It's like, really? Really? So she knows that I'm still there and I'm listening to her. Um, but don't just drop really because <laughs> you're not always talking to a three-year-old. But there are also times when I say, well, tell me about that. Or, hey, is this, wait, when when the elephant and the zebra and, and her teacher are all in the same story, I'm like, you know, was this a dream? Or are you just making up a story? Like, let's clarify that I'm actively engaged. But to listen to what someone is saying, 
Um, I think there's a there's a gift in being heard uh, for someone to hear you. And you can take that all the way from um, the injustices that we are seeing in our society and how there are certain uh, subsets of people that really just want to be heard, whether it's related to their race, their gender, their socioeconomic status, like all of these things that everybody just wants to be heard. So it really is a gift to listen to somebody and listen to understand what they're saying, not just to have a response and that for that to be a, a, a point of connection. And so today I want to challenge us all to remember that your presence literally is a present, but you need to be fully present in order for that to be one of the best gifts and the gifts that keeps on giving. And you can do that in, in, with a few simple steps. And practice makes progress. So I would love for you all to join me on my journey in practicing being fully present and removing distractions or eliminating them. And if nothing else, if you need to uh, disengage momentarily, at least acknowledge <laughs> that you are disengaging. Hold on one moment. I need to send this message. I need to respond to this and then re-engage with the person and so that they can know that you are you are present and that you want to be uh, engaged with them and value the interaction that you're having. I hope that this little nugget, this challenge uh, will do just that, that it'll challenge you and cause you to think and maybe even uh, modify uh, some of your current habits or behaviors and or continue to keep up the good work because you are in uh, always present and fully uh, engaged when you are connecting with other people. And so that is all that I have for you guys this week. Um, I hope that you have an amazing week and that you... Uh, like, share, comment, rate, and review this episode, but also be bold and daring enough to join us here next week as we will be here every Tuesday for your eyes and your ears. But in the meantime, in between time, don't forget that God has more for me. God has more for you. Now let's get it. Take care. <laughs>